He was the most revered basketball player in Canada. He was the most despised basketball player in Canada. The relationship of Vince Carter and fans of the Toronto Raptors experienced a ton of peaks and valleys as the majority of Raptor fans appear to now be in a good place these days with their one-time favorite son. That said, the final opportunity to say goodbye in Toronto may have been lost. Carter, who has been known as Air Canada, VC, half man, half amazing, and is the only man in the NBA to have played in four different decades. And it'll surely be a shame if he never plays again, with of course the coronavirus pandemic forcing the current delay of the NBA regular season. If his career is over, how should Vince Carter be remembered in Toronto and throughout Canada? Coming up. An examination of future Hall of Famer Vince Carter. This is What's Up, the Sports Podcast. Oh, what a night. Tonight, it feels like. Sunday, the 26th of April. I'm Randy Clure. This is What's Up the Sports Podcast. Thank you, as always, for the download. I do want to start, uh, if I may, on remembering uh, some people who, of course, I, for one, don't know. But it's been a really trying a few days, especially as a nation, as Canadians. As it was one week ago where the province of Nova Scotia experienced a massacre unlike anywhere in our country. 22 victims were stolen that day in an attack that this country has never seen. And to the loved ones uh, who experienced loss and the province, and to the rest of us who were deeply affected by uh, this incident, uh, my best thoughts to you. With that said, as a Canadian of proud Sri Lankan lineage, it was one year ago on the 21st where 259 souls were stolen uh, in a series of bombings in the country of Sri Lanka. It was during Easter, of course, and churches were a part of the attacks. And it's just another reminder as we are in our homes right now because of this coronavirus pandemic and we really have to take the opportunity to count the many blessings we have and I do hope that you and yours are keeping safe and not really sure when we can get back to our regular day-to-day but we are in this together and I hope everybody is doing okay so with that said why don't we talk a little sports and I do want to acknowledge a couple of Facebook posts and uh, the comments that followers of What's Up the Sports podcast have contributed to. And uh, there was a, an opinion poll that I had uh, tossed to you on what uh, at What's Up podcast, and it first one was a series of uh, personal branding logos by basketball players, and there was a series of. Uh, logos from various NBA stars, and I asked which out of the 10 logos did 
uh, you find the most appealing. So uh, Rose started by uh, giving her vote to Carmelo Anthony's logo, which uh, had the word uh, mellow with a design on it. Uh, Johnny F., uh, rather uh, jokingly, I think, acknowledged uh, Rashid Wallace's uh, fadeaway type logo. Uh, and it was a little interesting to see Sheed amongst all of these elite uh, players. Uh, the overwhelming uh, selection was, of course, the iconic Michael Jordan logo of his uh, famous uh, jam as he was uh, up in the air with his legs uh, spread apart and him about to dunk a basketball. But I uh, really do want to acknowledge JD, where out of the 10 players that were on the list, including Derek Rose, including Stefan Marbury, that he said, you got to include Shaq. I, for one, cannot agree more. So thank you very much to those who uh, chimed in there. Also, a couple weeks uh, prior, there was uh, a poll of who you would uh, sit with if you had the choice between a table of five certain athletes. Now, maybe I could have done a little better, suggest if you had to choose any five in the world, who uh, would you uh, sit with in terms of uh, athletes rather than restricting it to certain groups of uh, individuals. However, Joel wrote in, and out of all of the uh, selections that he did have, uh, Joel uh, selected a table with Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, uh, U.S. gymnast uh, Simone Biles. Uh, Joel's uh, reason by it, he seemed he is under the impression that all of those players are uh, athletes, are solid characters, and overall good people. Louis also chimed in, and with uh, a table of uh, certain uh, athletes, he selected uh, one with Patrick Mahomes because Louis is uh, a noted. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan. You may remember him. I did interview him and his lovely wife, Jen, as uh, their teams were taking part in the Super Bowl that took place what seemed to feel like six months ago, but it was only a couple months ago. And Louis was very intrigued to break bread with Lionel Messi, who, in his opinion, is uh, the greatest soccer player in the world. So to each his own. Uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for your opinion. And uh, a reminder, if there is something that is uh, intriguing to you, love to get uh, your comment and uh, share it on uh, an upcoming episode. Of course, that is at What's a Podcast with 1P. So I want to bring you back to April 12th, 2000. It's a day that may not be remembered in Toronto. However, it is the day the Toronto Raptors clinched a playoff spot for the first time in franchise history, led by one Vince Carter. It was rather short-lived as they were swept in the first round by the New York Knicks. Fast forward almost 20 years later, where on April 10th, 2020, Vince and his Atlanta Hawks were supposed to have visited Toronto for what many thought would have been his final game. Now, between the day the Raptors clinched for the first time ever to the 10th of April 2020, that is a span of 7,303 days. Billboard's number one song was Maria Maria by Santana and Wyclef Jean. The top show on television was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? So, 
Fact. Vince is responsible for the attention earned in the early 2000s, but there was a messy divorce, and the team suffered. How much of that falls on him? The Toronto Raptors and, of course, its fans have been through every scenario, getting the first overall pick one year, which, of course, was Andrea Bargnani, having continuous frustration in the playoffs, and, of course, the uh, highlights they managed to overcome, win a couple of uh, playoff rounds. There was the successful 2016 All-Star Game. Do you remember how insanely cold it was that weekend? And, of course, the ultimate high of winning the NBA championship. But are you able to bring yourself to Vince's first day as a Raptor? Wearing that inaugural jersey with the Raptor on it, which of course the team brought back as their City Edition jersey. Starting his career at Skydome, which was actually named Skydome, not Rogers Center at the time. He won Rookie of the Year and of course that epic slam dunk competition. But before that, Damon Stoudemire, the first appointed number one of the franchise, he wanted out. The team was 16 and 66, and essentially the only positive in those first couple of years was what? The year one victory against Michael Jordan and those legendary Chicago Bulls? Vince Carter changed all that. Raptor games were being shown on TNT and even played on Christmas Day. They then started to make the playoffs and even won a series. But somewhere after that, the relationship soured. Vince's play started to drop. Fans started to turn on him. And in November of 2004, during a scrum with reporters after practice, a clearly frustrated Vince said he wasn't going to dunk anymore. The once flying slam dunk artist started to play more of a perimeter game and then was eventually traded to the New Jersey Nets. What happened after that? His new surroundings in Jersey elevated his game back to all-star levels. You know, playing eight and a half minutes more, improving his points per game by over an 11 and a half. And his free throw percentage went from 69% in Toronto to over 81. Of course, anyone's stats can improve when you get to play with the likes of Richard Jefferson and that Jason Kidd guy. Meanwhile, in Toronto, the team sputtered. After a couple of successful seasons, Toronto made the playoffs twice in nine years after Vince left, not winning a series, of course, in that time. From 2004 to 2013, Carter, if you remember, came back to, in, uh, came back to Toronto, not only as a net, but as a member of the Orlando Magic and Dallas Mavericks, three of eight teams throughout Vince's undoubtedly Hall of Fame career. No matter what team he played for, especially in those uh, aforementioned 04-2013 years, the Boo Birds in Toronto, uh, which of course was uh, then called Air Canada Centre, came out in full force. Coupled with another emotional departure of all-star Chris Bosh and of course his cousin Tracy McGrady, the Raptors averaged 30 wins a season from 08 to 13 and there was no buzz to Canada's lone NBA squad. Since 2013, the Raptors have been a model franchise and making the playoffs each of the last six seasons, winning a playoff round in 2016 against the Indiana Pacers, which ended a 15-year drought of playoff futility, then defeating the Miami Heat in the second round, making it the first time the team had won two playoff rounds in one season, and of course culminating in their championship in 2019. 
It appears success heals all wounds, and as the Raptors started to win, the vitriol once held for Carter started to disappear. And during a video tribute for Vince, who was now at that, at that time a member of the Memphis Grizzlies during Toronto's 20th season, it was Carter who wiped away tears, acknowledging a standing ovation at the ACC for the first time since he left Toronto 12 years prior. Some fans even shouted from their social media accounts, begging for Vince to return to Toronto. And during the NBA Finals, Carter received the loudest of cheers when the team acknowledged its stars from years past during one of their TV timeouts. Accolades cannot be replaced. Championships cannot be taken away, just ask the Houston Astros. And as Carter's career may have ended in a way no one could have ever imagined, where does he rank in the Mount Rushmore of Toronto Raptors? No question, he elevated the profile of basketball in Canada. This country has the most players in the NBA within their borders other than any uh, more than any other country other than the United States and many Canadian ballers say they grew up following Vince. However, my thinking is is that what he did for Canada is different than what he did for the Raptors. If you look at Canada, if you look at Canada as the macro effect, the micro effect says he handcuffed the franchise from day, from the days leading up to his exit and the next decade that followed. Remember, it wasn't that long ago when a euphoric Air, Fan Air Canada Centre cheered for Jeremy Lin while he was a New York Nick during the flash of Lin sanity, and teams would get more than their fair share of support from north of the border. Kobe's Lakers, the big three of Miami, even with Chris Bosh in their lineup. What didn't help was the Raptors received nothing of value from the Carter trade, and there was a perception no one had any interest to play in Canada. Also, the accomplishments Carter did achieve in Toronto was short-lived and not sustainable, wasn't it? The U.S. national attention went away as soon as he did. The slam dunk competition was the exact same Terrence Ross did as a Raptor in 2013, and the team only won one playoff series. Now we tend to remember our first. The first time the U.S. took notice, the first playoff series win, and that slam dunk display was one of the best individual performances in history. But his divorce from the team is what I think of the most. Let me preface by saying, Vince Carter and pro athletes do not owe the city he or she plays in at all. I would definitely look at different opportunities if I was unhappy with the company I work at. But the difference was his apparent lack of effort during his final days in Toronto. He is the reason why basketball has such visibility in Canada. He is going to the Hall of Fame. But to me, he was revered because the bar in Toronto was so low in the first place. In my opinion, Vince Carter is in the top four of all-time Raptors. But he is behind DeMar, he is behind Kawhi Leonard, and he is behind Kyle Lowry. DeMar made one conference final, but didn't get Vince's attention. Kawhi only played 60 regular season games for the team, but was a difference maker in getting the Larry OB. And Kyle was there during all of the growing pains. Perhaps Kalo is just the beneficiary of being a part of a great team. 
Is Vince Carter higher on your list of all-time greats? Let me know on Facebook, once again, at What's Up Podcast, also on Twitter. If MLSC gets into the practice of fully retiring numbers, you'd have to think number 15 will be raised to the rafters in Vince's honor. You associate Vince with 15, and it's kind of weird to see the likes of Eric Moreland, Greg Monroe, Anthony Bennett, Amir Johnson, Jorge Garbajosa in Raptor colors. Vince Carter is destined for the Hall of Fame. And basketball fans throughout the globe will think of his days in Toronto. Too bad his time in Canada and possibly his career ended the way it did. Once again, thank you so much for the download, and I hope you and yours are keeping safe. Please be sure to do your part. Wash your hands and be respectful of your space and of each other when you're running errands like going to the grocery store or whatever you have to do outside of your home. I do want to take the opportunity to acknowledge as well our essential workers, those who are putting their lives on the line every single day in the in the hospitals, in the retirement villages, and the grocery stores as well. I can't thank you enough. Those people include members of my family, to Nalusha Kure, Dr. Antul Bansal, Nancy Romanello, Stefano, and Philip Domenico, Nadia Casciati, and anyone who I may have missed. We love you dearly, and we think of you every day. That'll do it for this edition of What's Up the Sports Podcast. I am Randy Kure. We'll talk to you next time.